Hello, listeners. This is Keith, the voice of Cabal, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a big shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at MidnightSyndicate.com. And we'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sound you hear throughout our podcast. You can check them out at www.youtube.com forward slash Sword Coast Soundscapes. Also, check out our website at DieByTheSwordPodcast.com and get connected with the community by following us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Contact us at DieByTheSwordPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. And now, let's get into this week's episode. This is yeah. This is the closest to real life we've ever gotten together. Is seeing the bigger <laughs> pictures of each other. <laughs> Very true. Mm-hmm. So, what are you guys? What are you guys drinking tonight? Tonight, cleverly got... concealed. What's in it? Oh, yeah, what's concealed? That's a big reveal. Mashed potatoes in a can. Love Street. Ooh, ah, that's Love a good one. I like Love Street. Tonight, I am doing Austin East Ciders. Ooh. The, the blood orange cider. I'm starting with whiskey. I always start with whiskey. Ooh, yeah. Cool. What kind are you drinking tonight? Maker's Maker's Mark. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm doing unsweet tea. Actually, it's sweet tea with Splenda though. Lots of Splenda. <laughs> uh oh. No, not alcoholic tonight, huh? No, I did that last night. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't last night, so I could save up for tonight. Right. I was like, I'm gonna go with the little old Forester baby. Nice. Hey. I need to get more whiskey. I'm currently out of whiskey. Mm. I did that peanut butter whiskey last night. Yeah, we'll need to. <laughs> we're gonna need to re up on that so that when we do the live episode, yeah, we can have the peanut butter whiskey for that. You can have it. You can take it with you. I don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> I've got some cinnamon horchata. It'll go great with that, and I want to try some. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that would be good. Because we got to play some time. sort of drinking game while we do it. So, what are you going to shoot when you when we're playing, Philip? I mean, regular whiskey. Are you just going to shoot regular whiskey? I mean, that's just, that's respectable. Uh, you won't have yes, to drive. You'll be good. <laughs> the rest that's of us. True. Are. <laughs> uh, I will be doing regular whiskey because um, that's really all I drink, except for uh, gin. I don't shoot gin. I use that like to mix stuff. Gin and tonic. Your oh, gin and listeners. juice. Gin and juice. <laughs> when you lay back <laughs> with your mind on your money and your money on your mind. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so technically, there are seven of us here. Just so everyone knows, Duke and Dixie are here. <laughs> They're just too <laughs> low to get on the camera. I'll say, help them up here. <laughs> I got little dogs. It's hard to do. Yeah. See, it's a treat because usually they get uh, edited out. Usually, usually, <laughs> sometimes not always. They, they they have you know we have used their audio for some of the werewolf sounds in the past. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, I think Dixie wants to come up and say hi. Come here. Come here. Oh, come here. Come here. All right, 
Come here, you little potato. <laughs> this is one. This is Dixie. There she is. Oh. Hi, Dixie. She says hi. She's loud the, mouth she's the louder one. Yes. <laughs> Let me get the silent one. Hold on. He's bigger. Not, I want to meet her in person, too. <laughs> And this is Duke. Hi, Duke. How you doing? He's camera shy. He's, yeah, camera. he's like, this way. look at the look at his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to put on a hat. He's like, I've been into the catnip. What's going on? Yeah, mine are probably laying outside the door. I've got one laying at my feet, but she's a little hard to pick up. She's she's a little bigger than than those two. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, for the first time in doing this podcast, we've actually got some video going too. Yes, we do. Oh. I've got a question though. Uh huh. Usually, we can edit out the silence. How do you do that when we're all on video? So hopefully there won't be a lot of silence. <laughs> you embrace it. You enjoy the silence. Enjoy the silence. <laughs> enjoy my dogs. Uh, but, Sorry, um... guys. <laughs> <laughs> what about when I have to go potty? A week that we'll just put it in a little intermission. Let's all go <laughs> to the lobby. <laughs> I want to be the popcorn. Or you're going to have to get a cardboard cut out of yourself. Yeah. <gasps> switch them out. Put that in there. Yeah. I only have a use for it. Leave. <laughs> oh, I think I have one. Hold on. We'll use that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I mean, I've got pictures all around me, but they're all old pictures. Yeah. Put the forever plaid thing right. in front of the camera. Just right here. I was yeah, taking it off go. the wall first. but That would be me without the beard. So yeah, should we tell the listeners what we're doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, last episode we concluded book three, and so for this episode we thought we would do a fun little retrospective type episode talking about all of book three and give these guys a chance to, you know, talk about what they thought about book three and ask questions about book three. I've even got a couple of listener questions to to ask you guys too. Nice. Ah, so my very first question is: How many times did you hit your head on the table after we stopped recording? Because we just didn't get it, or <laughs> the answer was right in front of us. <laughs> Let's see. So, oh. uh, book book three. That was, was what? definitely my question too. Because listening while I was editing, when I started editing, I was like, huh. Yeah, we're stupid. <laughs> Done that, yes. Uh, mm. Yeah. So I want to say book three was like 30-something, almost 40 episodes. So I'd probably say like 30-something, almost 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> we are so observant. That's, I tell you, fair. it's amazing. There, there's, a, there's several times where I feed you almost too much information because I'm afraid you're not going to pick it up otherwise. Hmm. <laughs> And then do we focus on the wrong thing still and then yes. chase our tails for a while? <laughs> yes. What was the biggest dead end that we followed 
that uh oh let me guess let's well let's all guess because i think i've got mine right or i'm like it was trying to find the ghost thing uh i can't remember what it's called now but where we were interrogating a million different people and i was like wow that took us a lot longer than it probably should have (laughs) oh at the especially uh, when we went all the the way heaven yeah at the lodge yeah yeah lodge yeah and we're stabbing people with arrows and Dude, I got I was getting in that episode I was getting so upset because I was like, what are we doing? What is happening? So I was just like, I'm gonna start stabbing people. Like we've got <laughs> we've gotta figure out what's happening. Gotta we're gonna find this, this darn werewolf. <laughs> I mean that 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 one wasn't actually too bad because like the whole point of that section was to make you feel like you should know what's going on, but you can't figure it out. Oh, okay. Oh, then we, so, then well, we, we definitely got that. <laughs> yeah, we crushed it. <laughs> what do y'all think was the the part where he was probably smacking his head the most? Or do y'all have any guesses? I was going to say that that was kind of mine. Or it was the uh, the trying to get into the library and like sneak <laughs> around and find the book stuff. And oh, like, I yeah. know we, we were like talking for like half an episode on how we were going to do this and all of this stuff, and it. Like we, we had this plan and I think if I remember right, like the plan, like we didn't even need to do that. Like it was so easy. And like, I was like, I'm going to cast invisibility and he's going to go do this. And then like, all we had to do was just one person hang back and the other people walk out. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. And y'all had the, the whole plan of breaking into the library. um, Mm -hmm. When all you had to do was ask him for access and he would, Grant you yeah. access. Can we? That's can true. we go there? <laughs> so then, what was what was it then? Uh, I'm trying to think back because there's so many, so many times. <laughs> it's um, like cause you guys are so so dumb. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know what. Uh, when I Diego mean, decides to try and punch out a spider, it's like, whoa, bad idea. <laughs> well, there was there was that. Um, I really did not expect that spider to be as um, you know, detrimental to you guys as it was. It's always, it's always interesting with the combats, like the ones I think you'll fly through are the ones that you like almost die in. And then the ones that I'm like, okay, someone's going to die in this combat. You like fly through and have no problems. <laughs> Except for R and Brood. I knew somebody would die in that combat. Well, I mean, well, I mean dude, you had that had spell. A, I was going to say, the dude had a spell called death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, his whole thing's he likes dead people, so. Yeah. But, yeah, that one, just looking at his spell list, I was like, yeah, I, I really have a feeling that someone's going to die with that one. And then I was really worried about Cabal and Dwarfy mostly with the Adamaris Ianaku fight. Oh, because he targets the clerics. He does. Well, I mean, you were right to do so because that's where Dwarfy left us. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We should have put up before this. We should have put up our in memoriam slide. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those we've lost along the way. Oh, no. I I have to say this. (laughs) Yeah. Zenobia. There were so many times that I got down to really low hit points. So I'm just saying it was close many times. <laughs> I was definitely almost on that in memoriam several times. <laughs> like, eh. I was not. I've, I never 
die, you know, die, died uh, this whole time. And then the very last fight, just I dropped dead. Yeah. One, one spell, <laughs> boom, gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, thought I was buffing myself real well with like the mirror image and the the spell, the magic that I imbued to all of you. And then all it takes is one failed, uh, one failed save and you're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushing daisies. I mean, that, that's a crazy powerful spell. Did we discuss the, the, the DC of that save? Uh, I don't know if we did on air or not. I don't think we did. Oh, yeah. Uh, but for Aaron Vrood, that was a level six spell. So the DC to save was 21. <laughs> yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad I was far enough back. I didn't have to roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> Benefits of a ranged fighter. Right. I was not. <laughs> the fun little peek behind the curtain is the um, the Harrow card readings that you all got with, you know, Cabal's premonition that he got. I just made mm-hmm. that shit up. I didn't know that was actually going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that worked well. <laughs> it's like I was predicting my own. Uh... Were you predicting or were you guiding us to it? Just wrangling us toward well, I did. Toward it. <laughs> I knew, well, yeah, that's a that's the job of a I mean, DM is yeah. to, yeah. I I knew that you guys would be fighting that army of the undead because that's that's in the book. Um, I may have enhanced that encounter a bit, but yeah, I knew you would be fighting that, and so I wanted that premonition to basically lead to that, but it just it played out in a different scenario of cabal being the only one alive <laughs> yeah because that like you were talking about earlier that fight was super easy like yeah. we killed the mages really really quick and then we're like oh we just got to kill all these skeletons yep <laughs> <laughs> it's like those raids where you just go kill the little animals for right. yeah just go get uh, point, a thousand point. rabbit pelts right <laughs> <laughs> so one thing i was curious about is when Chaubert and Cabal went off on their own in the town and we interrupt or we, we were hoping to interrupt some sort of whatever it was. And I went back to get everybody and Cabal stays there. Did we actually do anything interrupting or was it we really didn't have any effect on anything? Didn't really have any effect on it. Basically, the ritual had already been cast by the time you got there. Uh, that was the Minador and Festrogs that they were trying to raise. Yeah, with those. So, and essentially, the, you had walked up right as they were finishing the, the the ritual. So, attacking them didn't really stop anything. It was an interesting plan. <laughs> I Our mean, plan well, technically we were <laughs> <laughs> And it's, uh, I'm figuring y'all didn't quite realize how far away from everybody else y'all were. <laughs> with the whole, okay, we'll attack them, and then I. Uh, Chauvet will run back and get everybody else. So basically left Cabal there by himself fighting all of them for several rounds. But he's a ranged fighter. But he uh, you did drop pretty low in that fight, didn't you? I don't remember. All I remember is being very upset that I was alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, because I remember, I remember uh, when he was saying, like, 
you know, I'm going to, Joe Bear's going to go get him. And he's like, Oh, it's not like Gary was like, Oh, it's not that far. Yeah. And then, that's... Like, and then, and then he's like, okay, well I'm going to go do that. And then I shoot him. And then Gary's like, okay, so it's going to take you 10 rounds to get back. I was like, you said it's yeah. not that far. It was not 10 rounds. <laughs> it felt like it. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. I want to say it was like four or five, maybe, but yeah, it was, but yeah, I was like, what? I mean, you're, I mean, looking at the map, it looks really close, but those squares were, I think, are they 20 or 40 feet instead of just the regular five foot squares? Yeah. 40. I think you're right. Well, yeah. and that too was before Philip was like, oh yeah, I've got this one spell that is free to cast that will let me whisper to you guys over long distances. <laughs> it's like, oh, that, that was a question so that handy. I have. Uh-huh. <laughs> is how many rules lawyers' heads exploded when we got rules just so wrong? Oh, I'm sure a lot. Oh, I know. I am sure there are a lot. I know, I, I know we made the mistake with haste. Mm-hmm. What, what mistake made, did we make with haste? Uh, like doing it, being able to do, you know, just two things willy nilly. Yeah. Not, oh, not. okay. Because haste gives you that extra attack, but that do- it doesn't give you an extra standard action. So you can't like cast two spells with it. Oh, but if you, okay. Yeah. You yeah. already have like, well, a, a melee attack. You can take two. Yeah, all my attacks are melee anyway, so that one, no change for me. Or DM. Yeah. Or even message. Are we? Are we even using that right? I think message was used right. I'd have to go back yeah. and look. But I th- I think that one's fine. I mostly I try to rely on you guys to to know what your spells do. <laughs> um, I know I have <laughs> your first. Mistake. I always have to go back and verify. Oops! But <laughs> always verify. Mm-hmm. Trust but verify. Some of us didn't read right. <laughs> no, no, it's we like did not. I spell monk with a, a Q. <laughs> <laughs> Monkwa. Monkwa. <laughs> It's the French monk, Monkwa. Yes, Monkwa. <laughs> uh, but I, I know there are several things that we have messed up rules-wise. And my whole thing with that is I, I know there are a lot of players and a lot of a lot of games that they're very by-the-book. All the rules have to be right all the time. And if that's the type of game that you like, then that's great. I'm all about rule of fun. So if even it may not fit perfectly in the rules, but as long as it makes sense in the story or it's just something fun and cool, I'll usually allow it. Like when we accidentally didn't know about the powder. Yes. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, that one was that plan uh, that took uh, Gary and I discussing off air, like what? Cause he was about to die. Yeah, because I was just like, I'm, that's it. I'm dead. I was like, you know what? I've got this one powder thing. I was like, if I throw it and then it explodes and that could save me. So me and Philip were like, yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. And so we're like Do it. Do getting it. drunk and, and FaceTiming each other. I will say this group is better about using their hero cards to save yourselves than <laughs> I would say that. Isn't that the one the, they're for? <laughs> the other, other members of the cast were. As a former member and a current member, I take exception with that um, until I look at the stack of hero cards that I have over here. Oh, <laughs> I, just, I didn't. It just went to waste because I died. 
Yeah, uh, we didn't yeah. get uh, carries hero oh. cards. Oh no. No, well, those, no, those are non-transferable, right? No, no, no. The the, the way the hero cards work are um, they're for the player, not for the character. They're written into the story, so they will transfer over to your new character because they're based on. Oh, sweet! Oh, ba- so you can not use them now. Yeah, because <laughs> they're they're based on. Jenny suddenly has new powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's good to know because I thought that that, that that it was like you know their armor or something. You don't you don't get to put that on your new character. Your new character needs their own set of armor. Hmm. I do have a question. Um, and this is actually to everybody in the group. It's like, uh, when you were creating your character, uh, what was your inspiration for that? Ooh, that's a good I'll question. Go, I was gonna say, I'll go first. Cause I know mine. I was the last one asked to join the cast and they're like, we need a healer. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't want to be a healer. And he was like, you could be an inquisitor. It's kind of like you can do some range weapon and heal. And I was like, all right, I'll do that. I mean, I didn't okay, make you works. be a healer. I just, I just suggested that a healer would be good. He, uh, with a lot of winking, you should <laughs> definitely be a healer and or a something of else. And uh, <laughs> was I wrong? <laughs> no, because I saved Jobert's life so many times. That is one hundred percent true. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with either with judgments or with just regular healing, both yeah. both were were very helpful. For me, I would say I was. This is the first time I've played actual like a like a sit down play with friends type thing since I was in high school. So I went back and created sort of my first character that I ever made in high school because I I had so much fun with that, or in actually uh, middle school. But I you know put some extra spins on it, and so that's kind of my inspiration for my guy. Um, I think I brought it up before where. His name was Robert. And so I was like, how do I make it sound a little cooler? And like, I don't know. So I was like, throw some X's in there, an apostrophe. <laughs> Done. Can't, can't go wrong with the throwing an X in a name. It's perfect. Right. Works. <laughs> uh, well, for my character, um, what I, I, this is my first time playing Pathfinder. And so I wanted to do something that I'm familiar with so that I could try to learn the differences in the game itself. So this, I took a character I'd played before in D&D and I kind of uh, made it fit within platform, uh, the Pathfinder's build up for it. And uh, then I, since it was a cat folk, uh, I decided to give it the name of a uh, cat that I was recently introduced to, which is a friend of mine's Diego. So that is why I have Diego, the cat. And and yes, so uh, it, People who know Diego the cat because he is on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His name is Diego Meowsington. Yes. Meowsington. <laughs> is he flattered by your by your portrayal? No, he's he actually sued him. Amused. He is not <laughs> amused. <laughs> he is very litigious. Diego is rarely amused. I was going to say, remember, uh, I think last episode, uh, John was talking about his friends sending him cease and desist letters. It was Diego. (laughs) It was Diego. (laughs) It it was Diego the whole time. (laughs) His lawyer's a pit bull. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we've talked about mine. Mine. That's Diego. Oh, look, there's Diego. That's a tabby. That's Morris. 
see. That is that is Diego the Mousington. He is a tabby. <laughs> but you're not a tabby. Uh, you're no. like a tuxedo. No, I'm more of a tuxedo. Yes, I, I wanted to be different. Makes sense. He's the dressed up Diego. Right. Formal formal Diego. Yes. Formal Diego. <laughs> So I think I've talked about my character before. It, it all stemmed from the original one, Thurskill. I wanted to play. It was a hybrid of two of my favorite uh, things is the Marvel Universe. So Thor and He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Grew up, love that show. And it, it fits with, with this. It's barbarians fighting each other with magic and weapons and all that. So it was kind of like a merge of, of those. And then when he died... I just thought, well, just bring his brother into it. Who's his brother? Loki. We'll base, base it on Loki. But it was more based, like the personality was very um, much more subdued than the other one because uh, I that's how I perceive my personality, very subdued. And I made it a drag queen because I thought that that would be funny if I did that. <laughs> there we go. And I know you're a huge drag race fan too, so... I am. I love that show. Did you have um, an actual person from Drag Race that you used as inspiration for that side of the character? Uh, yes. the The performer's name is Cameron Michaels. Um, does a lot of of like barbarian, witchy, you know, stuff. Mm. Um, that's that's who it's based off of. I'm gonna have to look that up. I want to see the the witchy a- aspect. Yeah, and and just like the difference between if you know the performer, like between. Um, his boy self and and his uh, drag character, it's it's very different because he's like this muscular dude, mm-hmm. like buff, and then turns into a, uh, a lady. Yeah, it's one of the one of the better uh, transitions between like boy side to drag side because it's uh, taking this chiseled you know muscular guy to beautiful lady yeah and it it also played a little bit off of the uh the the loki hella thing Mm. so the uh, helmet i could definitely see that yes yeah i mean that's that's one of the inspirations i drew from is is that whole thing where she just you know does that thing with her hair or her head and it turns into the antlers i also wanted a song like a little stinger in there to mark the, the, the transformation, but it was shot down. Wasn't completely shot down by me, but it was, yeah, it was, definitely wasn't by me. That would have been awesome. Well, I mean, uh, this predates this group. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not blaming. I mean, I'm not. Man had anything. a song or had yes, a, no. basically. that's, that's what I, I, I envisioned was the transformation scenes like He-Man right. and She-Ra and, and Sailor Moon. And just, there's always that, uh, e- even Power Rangers, when they, uh, form the Zord, there's always this, this, uh, montage mm-hmm. that brings it, that brings it together that, that I envisioned for it, that we just never, we never did, but, um, it would have, I don't know if it would have cost us money. We could have kept it under, you know, kept it to 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. Carry but, the one. No. <laughs> but the, 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 the song that I had is if if uh, if you are a fan of anime, um, 
a show called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, the theme to that, because it also talks about angels and my guys were Asimars. So, uh, and we'll pause and insert into audio. Sorry, video people. <laughs> <laughs> And I was going to use the Japanese version just so, but there's a Japanese and English version. That's cool. Oh, yeah. cool. That would be fun. I may have to check that out. It's good. It's, it's, uh, big robots fighting, uh, angels, which are gi- just giant monsters. I really need to start watching more anime. I, don't I really need to watch that anime. one specifically. I've heard people, everybody say that's such a good one. It is. It's a really good one heard that one's really good and cowboy bebop's really good good. good. i love fruits basket my friends and i had a law uh we made a a a joke religion out of uh the the mom from fruits Fruits basket who spoiler alert she died before the show started (gasps) don't think that's a spoiler if it's before the show true But uh, yeah, I need to I need to start watching some since I'm trying to to make my way into the voiceover realm of acting. And here in Dallas, Funimation's down the street. We do have Funimation here, so we'll see how that works. I've been, all the voiceover stuff that I've done besides you know the podcast so far has been uh, uh, dubbing for foreign language films. So I've now done a a Russian film, a Serbian film, and now a Thai film. Ooh. Which one's your favorite so far? Uh, I'd probably say... Hmm. That's tough. But I would probably say the Serbian film was my favorite. What was it about? Uh, that one was about um, the Serbian King Peter the um, First. He's not the great. He's just the first. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just it was his like life story of him becoming king and uh, being an old man and going into war. It was it was a well done movie. It was Serbia's uh, submission to the Oscars, I think, in twenty twenty. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I I actually got to voice King Peter the first. So you have acting chops. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip, you'd been on this podcast before us, but you guys had, had y'all done anything before like podcasting or anything before we did this? Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> Philip, had you ever before this, was, before you joined? I was an extra in a Gatorade commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I played, I played a, a, gir- a giraffe in the, fifth grade also oh, yeah. a pi- also a pirate i was always scenery so that, you must have had some good acting chops back then uh well i don't want to brag but i blew away the audition right in front of everybody so okay <laughs> so i used a some... voice oh there we go oh. something hilarious and this is because uh i can't sing worth a lick but as a kid i was in a play and i was i played a singing snowflake 
That's hilarious on two points. One, everyone knows I can't sing. And two, well, my last name, Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Singing Snowflake. So that's how you got the part? Yes. Yeah. I totally, that's how I got the part. It's meant yes. to be. It's meant to be. So, so, so were you guys... Yeah, go ahead. I was say, when we started this, were you guys nervous? Because for the first few episodes, one, not knowing two of you at all, and not knowing Gary all that well... I was for the first few episodes pretty nervous. Well, um, before this, I'd never played D and D Pathfinder or anything. And then I went from playing like three sessions of D and D. And then Gary was like, Hey, come do this podcast. And I was like, but I don't even know how to play yet. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Come on. He's <laughs> like, so, Hey, you're funny dude. Come play with us. <laughs> yeah. Come play with us. And I was like, Oh God. So yeah, I was, I was nervous about knowing the rules of of the game first of all and then you know like you said not not really knowing um you know you two very well i was like i was very nervous the first couple times yeah especially because i was like i I had this idea for a character in my head and i kind of had a voice picked out and then even doing the voice in the beginning i was just like i still feel kind of silly doing it but especially in the beginning i was just like uh don't look at the camera and just kind of look down and do your voice At, at least at least you only have to do one voice yeah, it's true. <laughs> Gary has to do upwards of three. <laughs> I love when he has conversations with himself. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, the old cast tried to make me do that all the time. It's like, no, well, no. <laughs> it it was funny when you did it. Now I think I've got a new mission: is to try to get you to role play against yourself. <laughs> That's. Uh, what about yeah, you, John? It happens. Uh, was I nervous? Uh, a little bit. Um, I've actually taught classes and I was in sales for uh, quite a bit of time. So I'm pretty used to speaking in front of people. However, I turn bright red whenever I do that. And it, as you guys have seen on camera, when I make a mistake, I turn real red real fast. And uh, everybody, you know, it's a laugh. It's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I laugh a lot. That just just face it. Eventually tonight he may match his shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that I was ever nervous because I didn't think anybody would listen to us. Not that I didn't have faith, but just it seems so far fetched that people are are going to pick this up and 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 enjoy what we're putting out. And there are people that do, and it 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 makes me feel good that I've done. You know, I I did it, and I did it with confidence. Um, what I don't like is right now now you can see me <laughs> it's only the people watching on youtube i was like going into your point about the voice i was actually after we got into the episodes i was like man i should have picked out a cool voice like that's that's kind of what i wanted so you could differentiate like yeah. when you're talking just this out of out of character and then in character mm-hmm. like i didn't think i didn't even think about that in the beginning and then as i when when you know philip and you were doing your voices and stuff i was like dang it like i should i should have created a voice for my character so next if i die and i create a next character it's definitely having like a like a distinct voice oh nice i i always like having voices for my characters when i play yeah it it helps with the role because when you go into regular voice you say, okay, we're stopped. This isn't lot. This isn't real. Because didn't you say like a long time ago? I remember you saying the a rule that when you're um, talking out of character, 
you like put your hand on your head or something. I mean, it's not a rule. It's just what we used to do in one of my old games because uh, nobody had voices for their characters. So if you were speaking to each other, you would assume whatever you say is in character unless you you do this. And this means I'm talking out of character. So this is me speaking right now, not my character. Hmm. That way, the GM can't take everything you say literally at that point. Right. <laughs> OK. Yeah, because that that GM would basically always be listening to what the characters were saying and sometimes use it against you. <laughs> that sounds evil. Mm -hmm. So it's a trap. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you yell that you to your, your party with your, you know, hand up on your your forehead, then you're you're fine. But if you yell it out without your hand up there, like, well, you just yelled that out to everyone. So everyone knows where you're at now. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I also did try uh, to put a a hat on whenever I was carried, just to um, just so that I could remember. But then I even forgot I was doing that. So I remember for a little bit when you started, and then you're just like, "Man, this thing's hot." It was hot. It was one of those, you know, ear flappy, the Russian line thing, yeah, the Russian ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they work really well. Half the time, I forgot Dwarfy's accent. <laughs> poor poor dwarfy another original but you know he were he wasn't supposed to be a part of this at all no like, he was not this book not not the last book or the book before dwarfy was actually a character that i created for the D, &D game that i play with john and keith because there was oh, one point like because okay. i i remember asking you about should i play a cleric uh because we don't really have a cleric in that game uh, and so I, I had already created him. He had a different name, of course, um, created him in that. He's like, well, this group needs a cleric. Here's this one that's created. Let me just make him a, a Pathfinder character. Wait, no, he didn't. Noel played a, a cleric. I brought him in as a NPC that was just in the bar. Right. In yes. Raven Grow. And then... Y'all decided to take him with you to Harrowstone. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then I had to scramble to actually create his character sheet in Pathfinder. He was I, I, I enjoyed uh, playing as him, but I mean, it did get really confusing a lot of the times, mm -hmm. especially when I wanted to say something like talk. But I know, oh, wait, I'm not the voice. It has to be Gary. So I would always, you know, prod. So what What did Dwarfy say? <laughs> and he would, and you would be like, shut up. <laughs> be like, I've got other things to focus on. I don't know what he's saying right mm -hmm. now. Yep. But he was useful in those times where you guys weren't picking up on a clue from something. And I could have <laughs> yeah. Dwarfy suggest an idea. <laughs> that helps. Yes. I do. Yeah. I do remember when when uh, the first time you did that, I was like, oh, okay, we're stupid. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, there's been a few times after Dwarfy died, I'm like, why aren't, why aren't, why aren't y'all going that way? Y'all should go that way. No, not, okay, you're going this way. Okay. <laughs> I I enjoyed the banter with Dwarfy and my character. That was fun. That was a fun, that was good. fun banter. 
I was gonna say, I don't know how we got to that point, but it just kind of grew and then it was like a thing. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna roll with this. This is fun. <laughs> I think I started to I think it it was a way to get you to talk. <laughs> I I was gonna say it was because you were rivals and he was a cleric and tagging along and it made you feel bad. Right. Have secret, or vice versa. And they were secretly lovers all along. That's yeah. Yeah, that part never quite panned out. <laughs> he died prematurely. We, we couldn't have our love affair completely evolve, you know. <laughs> but speaking of Dwarfy, one of the listener questions that I did get was, um, this is one that Andy Tran, one of our listeners here and one of our friends, asked, um, so what was up with Dwarfy and his plant friends? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh... Was it? I, I want to say this was probably the answer. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely a lot of this. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of what uh, you know. The, the drinks are kind of what made me bring it back. But actually, it's based on um, when I was playing one of the homebrew games with Richard, and it was Richard, Noel, Elizabeth. And uh, Richard's brother, and then I think our friend Loralee was playing in that game too. Um, for some reason, Richard's brother's character just started, you know, like making out with plants in the game. <laughs> huh. Okay. You know, I always thought you got that from the McElroys, because in the Adventure Zone, their dwarf character... I had a thing for plants too. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember that now. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, Richard's brother, his character, started you know just hanging out with plants, and there was something about Dwarfy that reminded me of his character, so that kind of became a thing. I just never knew where it came from. It was out of left field for me. I thought it was alcohol induced, and I thought it was hilarious <laughs> yeah i mean so I was it, like it, what say what <laughs> it's very possible that originally it was <laughs> it's one of those times where you know i'm grasping at straws to make something funny i guess i don't know yeah i, I vaguely remember that episode where i mean it seemed like we were all a little more drunk than usual and just kind of it wasn't very combat heavy so we were just doing a lot of weird stuff yeah, that one was uh, that was after you had left the stairs of the moon and were heading to Feldgrau, right? Yes. Yeah. So you and had me that and Cabal kind of go out shopping. Over. Yeah. As I was say, we did our shopping voices. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that that was a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. That might be my favorite one that we've recorded. That that one was fun. Uh, Dorfy also had a you know his fling with plants at the the tavern in Ravengrow too, because I remember that happening then too mm-hmm. so it was a theme for him in this game well now he's really pushing up daisies <laughs> with his penis <laughs> but um he he's really happy with it now mm-hmm. he's gotten to the root of this problem a little higher than the rest <laughs> <laughs> you see, see the root of the problem uh, Uh, another another thing that Andy Tran suggested is playing uh, 
marry, fuck, kill with three of the NPCs from the 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 game, or at least from the book so oh. far. So he he suggests uh, from Askinor Lodge, uh, the witchy lady, the werewolf hunter, Ooh. or the head honcho dude upstairs. Oh, that's a good one, because I don't want any of them. <laughs> I'm going to go with kill the head honcho dude upstairs. Mm-hmm. Fuck the witchy lady, because crazy, probably. And then marry the werewolf hunter, because he'd take care of me. See, I would have killed the werewolf hunter. Well, then, yeah, tell me yours, then, and tell me your reasoning behind him. Oh, well, I'll kill the werewolf hunter because I did not like that guy. <laughs> I love Duristan. <laughs> Duristan was a tool. He um, did backstab us at the end, but... Yes, that's just... It's only because he became a werewolf. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so Duristan, dead. I would... See, now I'm going back and forth. I think I would, you know, I would... F the, the the hooker because that's what they do. And I would marry um the, the head honcho because when he dies I get ask Ask Lodge. <laughs> so you gotta outlive him though then. Yeah. I'm I, playing the long game. See I I, oh. I I think what we hear now is Duristan is arguing from the grave that you, you made yeah. the wrong choice. <laughs> I did not. First of all, he was dumb. Oh, yeah, you were dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, so periodically, my, yeah, periodically my neighbor's dogs go off, and that sets my dogs go off, and that's what just happened. So, and I was like, how do I get quickly to the uh, mute button? <laughs> There's apparently yeah. no mute button tonight. <laughs> you don't need it. Um, I have a problem with trains and helicopters and loud engines. Hmm. That's what interrupts uh, me. Do you guys have it? I think your daughter interrupts you, Gary. Yeah. Yeah, I can get her to do a cameo if you want. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think for me, it's trains if I have anything. Occasionally, my dogs will bark, but it's if the, the dogs next door are barking. Well, my this is my office, and the dogs have uh, decided that I, you know, this is where we go to work, and we go to work a lot, so they're always here, so, <laughs> so they hang out with me a lot here. So I, I can't get rid of them. Oh, also, don't think you two are going to get out of the Mary F. Kill thing. So let's. Oh, I was trying. I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> okay, so for me, um, it would be. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's just stuck. Hey, Gary, can you get a screenshot of all of us doing that? <laughs> oh no, oh, no he's going. <laughs> he's going. <laughs> He'll be back. But while we're waiting, Keith. Yeah, so I'll continue with what he was saying is yeah, definitely head honcho's dead 100%. Like that, that dude was just a douche and I didn't like him. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I would probably marry the, the hooker. Cause she seemed like she had a really good business going, you know? 
So yeah, yeah. stability there, you know, she'd make a lot of money. And then uh, I guess I would I would sex up the Duristan. Uh, pre pre uh, pre werewolf, pre paternity werewolf. Yeah, I don't want to do it afterwards. <laughs> That's weird. But <laughs> what if it was like an in-between thing? Oh, like like a half and half or like he's half transitioning. <laughs> Half trans, the beginning of the transition. So, oh, so you just got a little bit more hairy, and that's it. Yeah. Well, his nose is a little longer. Oh, he got pointy ears. <laughs> Trying to kiss him and it just hits you in the face, like the, you yeah. can't really get in there. Yeah. Also, <laughs> he's just like hugging <laughs> you. Also, it makes him really good at. Also, it makes him really good at basketball. <laughs> so, yeah, you you were saying, John. I mean, I know you tried to you know exit out of. Zincaster just so say you, you, you didn't want to answer it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I don't know what when what, what was going on there. That was weird. Uh, but uh, no, for me it was the guy upstairs. Definitely kill him. Um, and for um, Mary, it's going to be uh, the witchy lady. <laughs> okay. And uh, for. Uh, Effing, well, yeah, it's going to be Durston. Because <laughs> it'd be fun. Yeah. Cats and dogs everywhere. <laughs> oh, so you'd go post-werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> totally post-werewolf. Are you scared? Are you crazy? <laughs> but, He's totally into the but would you grow in size? Uh, would you grow in size? Definitely. Uh, would you be a bigger cat? <laughs> yeah. That's the only way this works. Big cat. <laughs> I got big cat energy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the second option for those is, so we've got Duristan, we've got Victor, or we've got uh, Rakis Zadro. Okay. So it's three, so three werewolves there. I am at a loss for the other two. I'm really bad at names. Rakis is the comedian. Yeah, he's the, he's the bard werewolf. That was the uh-huh. the head of the prince's wolves, and then uh-huh. Victor. He is thought he Robert's was funny head. and not so funny. Uh, he rolled high on his checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had yeah, lots of dad jokes. Yeah, I think I would marry that dude. That's and where I'm going to. I would still kill Duriston. <laughs> Duriston doesn't last. <laughs> no. And I guess and just, by default, the last one gets effed. You're you're banging Roderick's dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. N- yes. Absolutely. And that I'll, I'll be his new step parent. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward Christmas carols. Nope. <laughs> yep. Nope. I just switched it up. I am marrying Roderick's dad. <laughs> <laughs> just cause. Just cause. Uh, I I think I'd go with you know the first way you had it with I'd kill Duriston, I'd you know bang Roderick's dad, and then uh, I'd I'd marry Ruckies because at least he'd be humorous, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go that same way. Well, no, let me go. Let me let me f Duriston, kill Victor. Well, I don't know. I know how I can you kill Roderick's dad? Yeah, yeah. I, say, I feel bad doing that. Bad about doing that, to Roderick. 
Well, I mean, you don't know him that well. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, but knowing what happened to Durston in the end. Yeah, I'm going to kill Durston. But marry the okay. funny guy. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, and I don't know if I ever mentioned it on on air, but Rocky Sadro was basically in my in my mind played by Jason Statham. So. Oh, oh now if you say that, oh. hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I don't find Jason Statham that funny though. Say like Jason Statham crosses Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> <laughs> but not in the way you expect. <laughs> Right. You get the humor of Jason Statham and the looks of Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> are there any other ones? Or are just the two? Those are the two that he sent, but if you guys have any others you want to throw out there. And I guess they'd have to be from book three since you know the rest of these guys don't know the other characters. Uh, I was trying to think of any of the others. Um I mean, there's there's always like Father Grimborough that you could throw in there because y'all met him at the beginning of the book. Why? why? <laughs> Philip's face. <laughs> mm. I've seen pictures of him. That's not. <laughs> but he sounds like Liam Neeson. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the worm lady creature from the cave. <laughs> the, the, the homunculus. The <laughs> Things I don't want to MFK at all for two thousand, please. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I might marry the homunculus because he was a cheerleader for that dude. Yeah, oh, that's and true. So, I mean, you'd have a cheerleader in your corner all the time, and he, he would never talk back. <laughs> that's true. He would, wouldn't say nothing. He just cheer you on. They hop out a window when you need. <laughs> if he's your homunculus, he can speak to you, but anybody else can't hear him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. Well, a little ride or die. Yeah. And with those, I'm like, uh. Well, we haven't got a third. I thought we had him. We got this spider lady, the homunculus. And. And Zenobia. No. (laughs) (laughs) Leave leave Zenobia out of this. Uh, What about um, the little halfling guy at Ascanor Lodge? I I don't remember him. I forget his name. Is that the teenager that we hated? No, uh, he was like the uh, like the assistant <laughs> that basically ran the lodge. Oh, the guy that that Carrie got into a fight with. Yeah, the one that you know had the really high pitched voice. And we should have stabbed. Yes, <laughs> I think I'll well, we know where we're going there. He is the uh, most gruesome monster of them all, so he's yeah. definitely kill. What was his name? I forget his name. Started with a B, I think. Bartholomew. Because he was a little bitch. <laughs> oh. I don't know. There are so many names in this. I'm like Philip, like what Philip said. I'm like, there are so many names being thrown out. <laughs> I have no idea who this person yeah. is and what his name is. Yeah. I try to write them all down in my little notebook and our stuff, but then like as I have more uh, drinks during the episode, my writing gets like less and less <laughs> legible and the notes become less frequent. <laughs> and for this one, it was harder because you had all the names of all the guests and all the staff and everything at Askinor Lodge. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but his name is Bellic, the the halfling. That's guy. right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, with the I apologize, but at this time. 
I do not have a <laughs> reservation in your name. That guy. That's the guy. Yes. It was a fun voice to do. Um, do we have any other listener questions? I was trying to scroll through and see if I had any others, but those are the primary listener questions that I see at this time. So I'll, I'll ask a question then for your characters. What is there an ability that you have that you thought you'd use more that you liked, but you have not really used or you didn't get to use or you didn't use it as often as you thought you would. That's a good question. Um, I actually, uh, Diego has the ability to, um, negate a reflex save and he thought he would be using this way more than he is he's not <laughs> it's just not happening yeah. not I, was like, of, I was hoping for reflex saves too not a lot of reflex saves in this book and i'm like well darn might have some in later <laughs> books i had a thing called berlani's step where uh i could um move once a day i could move five more feet uh, oh, that could be useful. I thought you're that the, the way you started that. I thought you're saying that you had Relaska talks. Yes, I had Relaska talks. Um, I'm going to need and, a definition. Yeah, that. It's <laughs> <laughs> another drag race it, reference. It goes back to the drag queen thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, it was three of the queens: Roxy, Alaska, and Detox. That they kind of formed a clique, and they called themselves Relaska talks. Ah, uh, okay. What about Cabal? Well, I'm supposed to be an inquisitor. So I'm supposed to be like, I have like discern lies and stuff like that. So I, I thought I would be like just walking up to everybody being like, liar, you lie. But <laughs> yeah, it was only like that one, that one uh, scene where we were uh, trying to figure out who the people were or who the killer was in Askernar Lodge, where we got to interrogate a couple people but besides that, I really didn't get to use the, my um, like that kind of a stuff. That kind of stuff. I think you tried to use it on Duristan too. I think, and then yeah, he just made it. Yeah, but he kept rolling too high. Yeah, yeah. he kept rolling, and I was like, dude. <laughs> I had another one. My familiar. Oh, oh yeah. that's a big one. Yeah, we didn't even know you had that thing for like. We've been playing together for a long time, and then you rip out a bat like, off your chest. It's like, where's this bat come from? <laughs> Goddamn bat country. <laughs> He's Batman. It's like, I'm Batman. Bat. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's anytime I don't get to use some of the abilities that would kill you guys faster. Um. Mm. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Yeah, like right. That one, like that one fight where we just uh, jumped on and and just held a person down and killed them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So did you let us do that or was it just unexpected and you just fell into like a a, a rules? Like, well, you're right. I can't use my hand, so I can't do, you know, I can't cast spells. It basically became an unexpected thing that there was nothing that I could do to get out of it. Um, Because the strength of the character wasn't enough to try to break the grapples to get out of anything. Um, so it just worked out in y'all's favor for that one. Nice. Which we're probably dumb for not doing that like way more often afterwards. <laughs> well, I did try it. I tried it again, but I think Gary was ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I was going to try it again. 
in the this last battle mm-hmm. um but i got dead before i could do it <laughs> that's uh, that's why I, I grew in size and mm-hmm. i was head yeah heading over to you to do do just that and i figured out it worked large to do it I for mean, me i think it's i have something called disorienting maneuver and it's where i move through an opponent's square and if they if i if i successfully move through their square then they're disoriented and i get some sort of uh bonus to my attack i think and i think i used it like maybe once or twice the whole time we played is it because you kept getting deleveled that yeah no. that's <laughs> that was a that was a big Ooh. one that 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 hurt i think i was down to level 5 at the end there yeah yeah that was that was tough. You got the brunt end of all of those spells, and man, it, it was hard too because I, I didn't want you to think that I was like picking on you. It was just you were usually the one that was <laughs> right there. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, this spell's gonna go to Chaubert because you were the last one to attack and you're closest. So, <laughs> make can I say it? save? Jerry, can I say it? What? Can I say it? Oh Sorry. yeah, go ahead. So yeah, no, that was a conversation Carrie and I had. It was like, is he picking on me? I was like, is he? <laughs> like, did I get targeted? I was like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> I was like, no, you're just there. I was like, I feel and your role and your roles logically. Just, yeah. yeah, my roles were bad too. Well, my yeah. my saves, my my reflex save. Like we we're talking, I was like, I was hoping more more reflex stuff. Because my other saves are, are kind of terrible, but uh, yeah, it's like logically, I'm, I'm pretty sure not. But I was like, you let me know, Philip. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I actually, I mean, I feel like I doled out the the curse spells on everybody. They just made their saves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there were a lot of different characters that were casting like blindness, deafness on you guys. Mm, yeah, but. It never took on anybody. Everybody made the saves for that one. It's just, you know, lycanthropy and losing levels and bestowing curse. Oh, speaking of which. Yeah, we need to decide yeah. what's going to happen with that. <laughs> this lycanthropy thing is... It's, it's apparently it's coming on. Yeah. It's coming on. <laughs> so it, it, will, uh, that is it a... will happen soon. Okay, um, and... Actually, this is a good question for me because uh, there is lycanthropy in D&D. And once you turn, you can no longer play that character. So um, Pathfinder allows it. Is that the way it works? I don't know. So the way it will work, at least for a while, is as he progresses through the levels of lycanthropy, when he turns... I will take over his character while he's in his werewolf form. So he will have no control over what he does. Um, can, can Gary still roll though? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, like, if he's going like to be a werewolf, roles. we like those roles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like Gary's roles for that, that part, especially if he's going to bite us. <laughs> It'll just be a party of werewolves. <laughs> Well, it won't. I already had I already had it once. I don't want yeah. it again. Diego I don't want to be a hairy cat because he's <laughs> oh, he, he's immune again. to disease, so he won't be able to be infected. Oh, Lucky so is like is lycanthropy like you know uh, chicken pox? 
It well, it starts once you had it, you can't get it back. It starts as a disease, but then once you turn it, after a few days or whatever, after it takes effect, it becomes a curse. Ah, so it's one of those like it's a it's a double dose thing. So the first like I think I forget how long it is, but I know we've looked it up before. Um, after the first like little bit after you get bitten, you can use remove disease to try to stop the disease. But then if you fail to do that then it's uh, becomes a curse. I uh, gotcha. And it's, it's a pretty big curse to get rid of. So it's not like a low level remove curse spell will do it. So yeah, here, so that lady, I thought that sold me and Cabal, the potions that sold uh, Shaver and Cabal something. I was like, okay, we're, we're money. We, we're good on this. I mean, you, you had it to remove the curse of, you know, having to roll to see if you got to act. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that's <laughs> helpful. So yeah, we leveled up. So you did. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yes. So you guys are now uh, level nine or eight. Yeah, as I say, everybody <laughs> knows my stuff, so <laughs> I don't really have to go. Can you tell us what you would have gotten? I don't even know because I didn't even bother to look because you know it was <laughs> it's so long ago. So yeah, what's what's new at level nine or eight? I, was say, I, I can go first because I don't have anything. You don't have anything? Like, nothing changes. Level nine get... is level no. nine is blank. It says nothing. No feet. No new spells. I do get I do get feats. That's it. So so what but feet did you take? I I haven't decided yet. I know I'm gonna go something with my. I'm gonna continue with my archery stuff, and so I can stay in the back of the room and not get death circled. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it's always good but yeah I haven't, I haven't decided quite on that one but yeah so but my my power spike was kind of eight because i could have two judgments going on at one time so i'm ha- I'm happy with that but are you did you get any new spells Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. all right so you get so he gets a, a new feat to be named later mm-hmm. yeah We'll, we'll no new spells. We'll catch back up on yep. that in the next episode. And see if you picked your feet by then. Yeah, yeah. roll for your hit points again. Yep. We'll do There's that next that. episode. <laughs> uh, Gary, what did you? Anything new for level eight for you? No, I think I'm gonna go with the same old stuff that I did last time. So, okay. so I, mean, I, I don't got think a I question about again, do I? <laughs> I figure I just go back. You, to my, you my have a change level. if you want. Yeah, you could drop some feats, get new ones, or right. or um, does he get to re-roll his hit die, or does he just take what he took last time? You can re-roll. It's essentially like gaining another not. level. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't yeah. do it, Gary. <laughs> I, was saying, I think I might just keep what I'm doing <laughs> last time. It's the devil you know. Keith's right. <laughs> right. Let's just see. I mean, I rolled a one, so. Let's <laughs> see. So, yeah. I'm sure I would too. I'm not even going to pull it out <laughs> or the dice. Zing. <laughs> zing, zing, zing. <laughs> All right. Who's next? John. Uh, okay. So for level nine, uh, Diego is going to get uh, improved evasion. So Ooh, he will. Nice. He'll be more elusive. Ah. So your reflex uh, saves are saves now, right? Uh, well, actually, with a reflex save, 
current previously what would happen is if I um, uh, failed, I would yeah you know, I could I I would uh, save and I could get a a save with that. With level nine, what ends up happening is if I fail a reflex save, uh, I only take half the damage. Mm-hmm. And if you succeed, do you get no damage? No damage. No damage. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty good feat. Uh, I'm also going to get uh, a little bit more of an attack bonus uh, for flurry of blows. How many attacks you I get with some... flurry of blows? <laughs> still at four attacks. Uh, yeah, I'm still at four. Still at four. Okay. Yeah, uh, that changes at level. Are we still calling 11. it furry of blows or? Yes. <laughs> I think we should call it furry. It's furry of blows. It's a furry. For him, it's a furry. Uh, furry of blows. One of these days I'm going to have to do this thing as a furry. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, listeners, please do not Google furry of blows. <laughs> <laughs> make up with something you don't like. That, too late, yeah, people. That, that, too late. That might be. Hmm. Or you do. We're not going to kink shame. Yeah. If that's what you're going <laughs> to Never. We would it. never do that. Yeah. No, <laughs> hey. we're not going to yuck your gums. Uh, also, and I'm also going to get faster. Uh, my movement's going to increase. Oh, be hard to outrun you. <laughs> I'll be using all four paws. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for me. All right. So that leaves Philip. You've got a whole new character. I've got a whole new character. All new that abilities. Correct. It's uh, so my new character's name is Genoveva Nastasia Ursula de Cascabel. That's my aunt's name. <laughs> I actually, these are our members of my family. <laughs> yeah. I took the most Spanish sounding ones. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I've lately been on one of those uh ancestry journeys like family trees and i thought oh cool what why what why am i not playing a hispanic character every all the characters i had were from nor you know that region was say the norway region but there is no norway in galarian but um norse adjacent yeah uh and and that's true for all of the characters that i've played they've just been yeah same white because you don't really think about, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's always well, like I want to think about that. It's supposed to be set in a fantasy world, which usually implies like medieval times. But then it's like, but it's a fantasy world. It's like there's no. Well, also there's this. Spain was a huge part of medieval times. Yeah, well, yes, it was. and also stuff was still going on in the Americas before. True. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sir, I'm with you. Let's. Let's do this. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm going to try because I'm not uh, a native speaker, but I'm going to try and use uh, Spanish as one of the languages. Because again, this is all fantasy and made up. So one of the languages I speak is Spanish adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if Roger can be Russian adjacent, I think. Uh... <laughs> very true. Yeah, very true. Um, the classes that I have, I've got two uh, because I love to multi-class. Um, I have one level of cavalier. Um, my 
my character is is uh, again taking it back to He Man um, based on Tila from He Man, who was captain of the guard. So I wanted some military type levels, uh, and then sorcerer for the rest of my levels, which you think would be terrible because sorcerers have six hit die. And you're right. That's terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and be a, uh, uh, Eldritch scrapper, which is, you know, a magic person that fights. And, uh, the, the archetype that I took for the, the cavalier is called a Saurian champion and they get to, uh, have a dinosaur mount. That's why I chose it. Cause I oh. wanted a dinosaur mount. <laughs> that's cool. Um, and the trace might I top. suggest that, as we all die off, we all pick that as our subclass so that we can all ride dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> then what is this? Dino riders? <laughs> yes. <gasps> dino riders. I Sir? had so many of those. <laughs> I loved those things. You know, one thing that we've not ever done that I think we should, and we need to do is pick out a name for our group. Like the well, something, something the mongooses. The fighting mongoose or the what? Before, yeah. we, before we get there, uh, okay, uh, Philip, what? How? How should we address your character? Is it Jenny or how would you? How do? You, how should we pronounce it? Or do we find this out in game? Or do we find it? I out think in I, game? I've, I've said the name, but yeah, you can you you can yeah. Her friends call her Jenny. Okay, uh, which is short for. Genoveva, which is in English, would be Genevieve. Oh, okay. All right. So Jenny for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that. I mean, I don't expect you to. In fact, how about we do this? Why don't you say her name? Genoveva, Nastasias <laughs> Ursula de Cascabel. I can't remember all that. I could probably say, say it. But I can't remember. Absolutely not. <laughs> put it in the chat. You're gonna have to put it in the chat, and uh, the cat is going to have a problem with this. <laughs> something, something, cascabel. Yeah, my That's fang is going to get in in the, in the way. <laughs> cascabel, Henoeva. I can do the Henoeva. Do you guys have new characters in on deck, or at least thinking about? So, in case you guys die, no, I don't yet. But after last session, I'm considering putting one just in case. Um, <laughs> 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 okay, so Inueva Nastasia Ursula de Cascabel. No, no, Ursula. Ursula. Oh, Ur- yeah. Ursula. Nastasia Ursula de Cascabel. <laughs> that would be South Spain, I think. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I got. See, so the, the, the first three names, the, those are. Um, familial um and the cascabel is actually because my um my sorcerer is of the serpentine bloodline mm. that is the uh latin name for a rattlesnake ah oh okay cool like the pepper with the yes that's uh that is what is his name cascabel <laughs> yeah and that's how it got its name it, it could because yeah. it, it resembled the rattler on a rattlesnake yep. yes yep so that's me. I got so there's actually three of us. There's myself. There is my dinosaur, Pablo Picoso, and um, I have a another familiar. <gasps> I've got another familiar. Is he that's a bat? Part of no, it is a viper. Oh, and that one I just named Chula, which 
you know, <laughs> cutie. Velociraptor. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's a Velocitaptor. I do uh, like Velocitaptors. I love the Velocitaptors. <laughs> now that you say that, I can see, you know, it reminds me of Jurassic Park when it tapped mm-hmm. the on the ground, just rhythmically now. Yep. Yeah, one of the last shows I did was a, a spoof of Jurassic Park called Triassic Trek, and the Velociraptors and that were Velocitaptors. And so they tap danced. <laughs> they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> That's awesome. That was such a fun show. <laughs> Our T-Rex was played by a person in one of the inflatable T-Rex costumes. <laughs> and it was at a place where we could throw popcorn at him. It was. Ah. That <laughs> That's not going to happen in 21. <laughs> no popcorn Actually, throwing. <laughs> they're, they're bringing back shows. So they might they might let you yes. throw popcorn there. Uh, they're not they're not to the stage where they can uh, let you throw popcorn yet. They said that they will have something eventually. That was always super fun was being able to, I mean, it just provides a cool environment to do that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So now that we're, you know, we're moving to a new level and stuff. What are your guys, do you guys have like stuff in mind for the future of your character? Like what you want, like goals and stuff to be or. Well, this character that I just created is actually like yours, a retread of the very first character that I built. Okay. You know, when, when I first built it, I knew nothing about the system. Uh, Gary helped me, helped me do it. Um, but I still didn't know a lot. So he would get mad. Um, uh, me, but, no. <laughs> but now I have a better handle on it. I know where I want to, I think I know where I want to go. Um, so it's, it's again, it's just a retread. In fact, I'm using, I, I know I, I get new dice for every new character, but I decided to use the, my original dice. So going oh. all the way back. Oh. So that's what that meant. Yeah. Yeah. I change, I, I change dice every time I get a new character. Uh, and I don't like using, you know, how people, if they're rolling poorly, will grab another die. That's not who that's for. That's my thought. Nice. I'll do that as a GM. If my dice are, you know, they suck, I'll throw it across the room and grab a new one. <laughs> I I have retired dice because they became cursed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Or at least put them in dice jail. Yes. These ghosts out of my jail. dice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in fact, the, the dice that I use for GMing this game um, I picked up the D20 out of a bin at a Madness Comics and Games, and I rolled it. Of that store? And the first roll was a natural 20. So I'm like, I'm buying these dice. <laughs> and it, it was just like in a bin of just D20s. And so instead of just picking out individual dice from there, I just found one of the boxes that was that matched the set and then switched out the D20. Oh, nice. Nice. This is my Obsidian D20. I just oh. recently got this one. It is um, so black. Do the numbers glow? No. The Ooh, numbers cool. are, they're, they're just a little, the, the, the numbers are uh, polished. So they're shiny. The rest of the die is rough. So it's dark. So it's just Obsidian. 
dark. So we're going to hear John just be like, and I rolled a... Hold on. Uh, light, please. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, okay. Exactly. <laughs> These are the ones I use. Oh, that's nice. Uh, ah. blue, and, blue and black with the red. Let me see which ones, if I can pull out the ones that fail me on a, every day. Nice red. Okay, here we go. Oh, nice red. Yeah, red, 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 red and purple. Just, I got just oh, a nice little blue. blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a like blue with a little bit of white and streak in there. But That's cool. I, mean, I got orange and blue. That's Ooh, multicolored. <laughs> I like the multicolored ones. Hey. Oh, you know what, John? Put your dice tower in the camera. We haven't, I don't, I don't think we've ever shown, I've never uh, seen it. Like, close. Yeah, no, the, the, the listeners haven't uh, met your dice tower. Oh, yeah. This is what, my dice tower. Do you have a name for her? Doom. (laughs) (laughs) That and adding in the metal dice. (laughs) Yes. Uh, That was a metal dice. This is the obsidian. The obsidian dice is a little, not as loud. Uh, Yeah, I didn't have the own. Yeah, I've just gotten so used to that loud, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And seeing the sound yeah. wave when I'm editing, I'm just like, oh, here comes. Yeah, here, here comes. That's two things. I'm actually. Yeah, I, I, I copied it and pasted the thing once I shrink it. Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ed- editing the sound. You always know when John is rolling a die and you always know when he's laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I, there it I, goes. Yeah, I, I seriously, I want to take his laugh and put that on a T-shirt. Just, just the way form of the laugh. <laughs> yeah, right across there. Uh, <laughs> you could, you could put it on his T-shirt, like underneath the graphic of his character's T-shirt. Oh yeah. Oh, there we go. There you go. That's a great idea. I have to edit that in. So, so yeah, that's my laugh. <laughs> Anything else you want to cover before we wrap up this episode? Yeah. What are your expectations for the next book? Mm, yeah, that's good. Well, for me, I expect <laughs> you guys get to... smarter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I expect there to be a lot of clues that y'all miss. And uh, so far, I've kept up my average of at least killing one character per episode. I mean, not per episode, per <laughs> uh, one character per That's book. That's a lot. <laughs> so I'd like to keep that up. I wouldn't. Mm, so you're you're saying I should go ahead and prepare my next character. <laughs> I mean, with the way I roll, it's it's always smart to have a backup. And that that's that is that true. Is something I do not I do not fudge the rolls. I mean. It, Y'all have seen me in some of these episodes with like the werewolves where I'm rolling like threes for the entire episode. We, yeah, as I said, we had a whole entire episode where we were fighting werewolves. Where I don't think you hit one person. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, I have that other was at the tower. And, yeah, I have other episodes that it's like mm-hmm. every third rolls a 20. Critical hit. Critical hit. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I get it. You roll more, so you're going to hit more 20s, but it's still frustrating when you hit those 20s, especially when it's your turn. Yeah, you're the one getting hit. I mean, y'all hit me with 20s a lot, too. Just half the time, y'all don't confirm them. 
<laughs> yeah, true. Sadly. But, I mean, the more that I roll, I also have more of a chance of rolling ones, too. So True. But you don't. So but get say, on that. Wait a <laughs> minute. Now that you say that, that's why it should work, but it doesn't. I, I have fumbled quite a few times. but Yeah, no, I'm just messing around. But you don't confirm them. I mean, I can't help it that my <laughs> dice like me. <laughs> Which, I mean, for this game works really great in my favor. Um, but there are other games like Axis and Allies where the goal is to roll low. And I am terrible oh, I that at game. that game because I yes. roll high. <laughs> it pisses Keith, me off. Keith, you play Axis and Allies? I see you shaking your head over there. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. Oh, I've seen it saying. at the comic book store. Um, and then I asked to see it one time. And then I got the warning that this is a very long game. Yeah, oh, yes. we used to true? play it it's very long. back in the day. And it'd take us days. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's war strategy, and it, yes. it is a very is long it? game. It's one that you will play for a while, leave it set up, and then come back to it and finish it later. That is yeah, it, is it like Risk? Yes, yes, but, but I feel I think it's more fun. Yes, it's more in it's depth. more involved than Risk. Yeah, yeah, it's enjoyable. There's a lot of strategy behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just I get frustrated with it because of the rolling. It's taken me a while to get used to the game, uh, but it's gotten it f- better from when I first played it years and years ago. Actually, he was—he's been in real war back in <laughs> World War One. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. He's got a weak heart, you guys. No, actually, my dad was in World War Two, so <laughs> so I couldn't be in World War One. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so, about you guys for the second for this for this next book? Do you guys have anything you're working on or looking forward to? I'm looking forward to playing a a, a new character, getting into a, a different mindset. Hmm. Um. This character now is actually bypassing where the, the where the previous character that I based it on uh, got to. So this is actually going to be new territory for me from going forward. So that'll be actually kind of cool. So it's oh, all cool. new stuff. So, I mean, book one, we had Haunted Prison. Book two, we kind of had like Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. Book three, we had werewolves. What do you all expect going forward? Well, I mean, you've already, already I mean, told I, us. Yeah. I've, I've hinted at what it is, but what are you expecting out yeah. of that? Well, from a Cthulhu book, water. Ooh, tentacles. Tentacles. <laughs> tentacles, yes. Wet kitty, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, yeah. I... <clears throat> It seems like it gets scarier with with like a Cthulhu type thing going. I am wondering if we're going to fight a colossal monster. We haven't fought anything that's like 20 times, you know, humongous. And when you say Cthulhu, I think of that. I think, yeah. Was the 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 spider lady? The spider itself, like the giant tarantula, wasn't it like gargantuan? Oh, that's that's true. It was. That was big. Yeah. It's like a pretty much the entire room. That okay, you're right. I forgot about her. But, I did too. But like y'all haven't fought like a colossal red dragon or anything like that. Right. That's that's more what I meant. Yeah. 
Oh, that thing would be just popping us like Tic Tacs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> new character. I, <laughs> I still remember that having, new character now. I used to have them like the mini for a colossal red dragon. It's not very mini. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> it's is it just a is it just a dragon toy, basically? Basically, but it's still huge. Because it's I forget how big colossal is because there's diminutive small medium large giant colossal that's my shirt size <laughs> giant or colossal it's, i mean it goes it goes it both fine diminutive hey. tiny yeah. small medium large huge gargantuan and colossal so it is 64 feet by 64 feet. It's pretty big. That is that is big. Yeah, 64 Yay. feet. Yep. Because a medium creature uh, takes up a five foot square. Um, colossal takes up 30 feet. Could you imagine a six foot story building just attacking you? <laughs> or six story building. It's Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> True. On that note, I think that's a good place to wrap up this episode 97. Well, I believe I want to say one thing for you guys, though, is it's been awesome starting this during a pandemic, because this has been one thing that in a weird year, I've always had to look forward to. And meeting you, meeting the two new people like John and Keith, it's been awesome. So, just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's good. Oh, and you're drunk. It's a little bit, but no, I, I actually, I want to show you. I actually I can't wait to meet down. alive. I had this written down before I got drunk, so I <laughs> have nothing to say in the beginning, and I'm just now getting to say it. So yes, I I have enjoyed playing with you guys, and it has given me something to look forward to during this pandemic. Yeah. Yes, I'm really. I I I, I will reflect that sentiment and saying thank you for letting this continue without yeah. you guys it would have ended yeah it's yeah. been something and to thanks look forward to, to the listeners the listeners thank you for listening yep. it's keeping us going yeah. uh and keeping All us continuing with this <laughs> we appreciate every one of you <laughs> <laughs> we, we do appreciate it um it's when we started this thing back in 2019, I didn't necessarily expect us to get this far, honestly. I wanted to, but I didn't expect it to actually happen. So the fact that we're already approaching episode 100 is mind-blowing to me. Can't yeah. wait for that syndication money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time Philip told me that he was doing a podcast. Basically, it was you know paying Pathfinder, and I goofed on him. And then I was like, I'm only doing it because I'm secretly jealous. <laughs> and here I am. And here and we are. are. On the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't know if we really went into it, though, at ever at any point. You mentioned before that it was weird for you to join the podcast because you had listened all the way up to that point. Well, that too. Yeah, I, I was just nervous in the beginning. But yeah, before I've said it, it was weird because I'd listened and it was something that I was a fan of. And, you know. It was it was weird because 
listening to it and I kind of knew what was going on, but, and I, and I always, you know, listen to it at home or wherever. I was like, Oh, I would have said this or I would have done this and blah, blah, blah. And then when I'm in this situation, I'm like, ah, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> now what do I do? Yeah. So true. So true. But yeah, uh, listeners be ready for us to get to that episode 100. We will start, uh, with episode 98, we'll start book four next, well, next episode. So it'll be two weeks for at least the temporary run. We will be switching to a, yeah, a bi-weekly release schedule just to help us get caught back up and manage our busy lives for a little bit. Yeah. No. Oh, and if you got What's any drinking it? game ideas for episode 100 when we're all in person, let us know. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, this will be our first live appearance. I never met Gary, so it'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we we are planning to do episode 100 live and in person. Uh, well, I say live. We'll be doing it in person for us. In person. <laughs> we will be editing the, the episode. It will not be a live episode. We're not quite ready for that yet. But oh, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, that's something to look forward to. And we will see you in two weeks. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.